Well, if you got your Bible, if you'd open up this morning to, uh, to uh, uh, Psalm chapter 23. Psalm 23. And if you do, if you could keep praying for the ministry, we'd appreciate that. Keep praying for um, the Somerville Baptist Church. I know we lost our, our Pastor Lewis um, so a, week or, a week or so ago. If you keep praying for us, I'd appreciate it. And, and uh, I know we're... Um, 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 all have um, issues, and we're um, sad because of that. And um, Psalm chapter twenty-three, and I just want to encourage you this morning, and uh, with uh, the the times that we're in, and just uh, you know, just the the crazy uh, crazy time. You know, we you know we live in Africa, and you know everything there's crazy, <laughs> and nothing nothing ever works well, and. You know, we we go to town. We got to go to fifteen different places to get a to get a washer or a screw. You know, and and that's just normal. And uh, and the, the power's off, or, you know, and it's, it's it's crazy over there. And so we we come to America for uh, for some sanity, and it's like it's crazy here too. <laughs> so so I, so I think we're ready to go back to Africa for uh, a little more sanity there. No, but uh, it, it, it is crazy times. And I just want to encourage us this morning uh, from a familiar passage. Uh, that has meant a lot to me, and, uh, and it would hopefully encourage us this morning. In Psalm chapter 23, uh, look at verse 1. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He, he leadeth me beside the still waters. And this morning, the first thing I want us to see is that you know, Christ you know, is our companion. You know, in, in, in the world in which we live, and um, a lot of times people feel isolated, feel alone, feel, feel like they're by themselves. Uh, maybe no one else um, is going through what you're going through or no one else understands uh, what's going on in your life. Or, you know, when we live out in the bush, like I said, we live out in the middle of nowhere and, and we're alone uh, most of the time. And uh, we're by ourselves, and 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 um, it, it 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 does things to you sometimes uh, when when you're like that. <coughs> but 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 if you look here in Psalm, you know the, it says the Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. You know, um, the God of the Bible is a God of relationships. Amen. You know, if you look through the whole Bible all the way back in the book of Genesis, you see you know, God building relationships with people. God, God wanting a relationship. And when he made Adam and Eve, you know, it was for that fellowship, for that relationship. And if you can read in, in the first part of Genesis, you know, God would walk in the cool of the day, you know, through the garden. And, you know, and he would do that with Adam and Eve and they would have fellowship and walk together. Now, even after uh, Adam and Eve sinned and, and there was separation there, you know, we find God working to restore that. Amen. You know, working uh, to, to mend that relationship and providing a way uh, for what sin destroyed and starting way back in Genesis, paving the way and putting a foundation down uh, for a, a future where man could know God once again. And we're thankful for what Christ has done for us. We sing about uh, that this morning, and you know, and that, and that, and that's what, and that's what our, what our life really is all about. It, it is all about the gospel, Amen. Now, if you if you if you know Christ, it's more like we're saying that you know, Christ in us. That that when we when we leave this building, whether we're here or in Africa, you know, it is about Christ in us and showing that to the world around us. 
you know, showing that to our family, showing it to uh, the people outside these doors, showing it to uh, the people there in the bush, uh, that Christ is in us and there's a difference in our life. And uh, here uh, in Matthew chapter 28, he says, I am always with you even to the end of the world. Now, that, that's the comfort that we have today, that, that God is with us, Christ is with us, and that we are not alone. You know, as if you watch the news and, you know, and, and read newspapers or whatever, it looks like it's the end of the world. Amen? It is totally chaos out there. But I can have hope and assurance today that I don't have to go through it by myself. Amen? That, that, that I'm not hopeless. You know, I don't know how people without the Lord function. You know, in, as, as crazy as it is, you know, imagine going through it by yourself uh, with no help, no support, no hope. But, but, but through the gospel, I have the Lord with me. And, and I, I want to encourage you with that this morning. And I, and I hope it does that, that in the time in which we live, I'm not alone. There's a lot of uncertainties out there. And if we're not careful, we can get worried. You know, we can get frustrated and frightened and, you know, get overwhelmed at, at all that's going on. You know, as we were you know, in, uh, over there in Africa, you know, thinking about watching, watching you know, this virus thing from, from a third world country, watching it in Europe and moving to America, watching, watching the doors to America slowly close on us and not being able to get back even if we wanted to. You know, that, that's a scary feeling, uh, being cut off. And, um, and that, that's something that they could, you could get worried about. But, but we knew we weren't alone. You know, we're not any more spiritual than the next person. Uh, but God helped us and encouraged us that, that, that we're, we're where God wants us to be. And if he wants us back, he'll make a way, which he did. Um, but, but we're not alone where we are. He's with us and he comforts us. And if you look at Acts chapter 23, that's what he did for Paul. No, it says in Acts 23, verse 11, it says, And that night, following, the Lord stood by him. You know, the Bible says that Paul's in prison, and, and, and the Lord came down and stood next to Paul. And it says, Be of good cheer. You know, Paul is in, in, in bondage and chains and prison and, and being uh, persecuted for the gospel and what, what God has asked him to do. But, but the Lord comes down and says, You know, cheer up. You know, it's not that bad. You know, so he goes on to say, No, you, you, you've testified of me in Jerusalem. Uh, you also got to go to Rome. You know, and that was an encouragement. You know, Paul, God told Paul that um, I'm still not done with you and I, there's still a plan for your life. You have to go to Rome. So don't worry. You know, I'm going to take care of you. There's still things you have to do for me. You know, and that's the, that's the same case in our lives. You know, God has a plan for our life. Amen. If you're here today, you know the Lord. God has a plan for you. He has something he wants you to do and he has um, a reason for you to be here. So cheer up. <laughs> Be of good cheer today that, that, that there's still a plan for you. And God's not done with us. And he still has things he wants to accomplish. He still has people he wants us to witness to. There's still a world that needs a godly example. And needs to see people that aren't getting you know, worried and uh, getting overwhelmed with what's going on. They need to see people that have hope. And that are cool, calm, and collected. Amen. And, and, and one another reason why we're, we're that way. And and uh, so we need to keep that in mind as, as we leave church today. You know, in Hebrews chapter 4, uh, verse 15, it says that we have not a high priest which can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was tempted like as we are. 
Now we can take comfort today knowing that all that we go through and all the emotion and all, all, all that that is in us, uh, Christ says here that he went through that. He knows, he knows how we feel. He knows when we get overwhelmed. He knows what frightens us, what, what concerns us. He, he understands that. Now we have a God that understands us. Amen. But he's not distant. And that's, and that's one thing we struggle with with the ministry there in Zambia is that the Zambians see the Lord as somebody distant, as, as a God that's far away and, and, not some, and not someone that's intimate and close or even desires, desires that. So a lot of the times when we're teaching and preaching and sharing the gospel, we have to do it from a way of that there's a God that wants a relationship no, with you. And, and, that, and that, that's a foreign concept in their life. And, um, but we have that kind of God. Amen? And uh, he wants us to, to remember that. Now, that's why that um, my quiet time, my daily walk with the Lord, that's why it's so important. Now, when I sit down and when I read and when I pray, when I study, that's why my relationship with him is so important. It keeps me focused. It, it keeps me, it keeps my eyes on, on what's most important. Now, if I'm not in God's word, I'm not praying, I'm not involved in church, or I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, then my, my, I get distracted and my focus gets off. And if we're not careful in our own personal life, if we're, if we're not making that conscious effort in, to, to keep our eyes on him, then we'll get distracted. And we'll get overwhelmed at what's going on. And then we lose our witness. We lose our testimony because we then blend in with everybody else. But God wants us to be different um, and be a witness for him. Um, but I also need to remember that everything that's going on, you know, is, you know, God's still in control. You know, and, that, and that, 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 let that be a comfort. Um, and I don't want that, you know, a lot of times we hear stuff like that and that we say, oh, that, that sounds nice. Oh, that's sweet. You know, God's in control. Yeah. But, but he really is. You know, we do serve a God that is still in charge, even though things seem chaotic. Uh, but he, he's still on the throne. Romans chapter 8 you know, tells us that um, we know that all things work together for good. Now, as believers, uh, the things that come in our life, and the Bible is real clear, that God uses those uh, to work good out of it in some way. That, that God gets glory, that God gets the credit, and, and God's able to bring about you know, what he wants to do. In our life. And it goes on to say, now to them who are called according to his purpose, and that's us. And so we, we can have comfort today that what's going on, there's a reason behind it. God is, is, is working things out. And, and there's no need to get frustrated and um, concerned about what's going on. Look at the second thing I want to show you. Look in Psalm 23. Not only is, is Christ our companion, but look in verses, uh, look at verse 3. It says, he restoreth my soul, he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Now the Bible says here that God restores us. Now and I want you to think on that just for a minute, um, that he, he restores us. And, and what, what, what does that word mean? What does it mean to be restored? You know, to take something dirty, something old, you know, and... Clean it up. You know, make it look new. Make it usable again. And that's what the Lord tells us here. He restores my soul. Christ is my restoration. Now, he, he restores us. Do you need to be restored this morning? 
Are you tired? <laughs> you know, when, as, we're in the, as we're in the world from day to day, Monday through Friday, and we're going to work or we're going to town or we're doing whatever, you know, it, uh, we get tired. Amen. You, you read the news and you watch TV and it just wears you out. <laughs> you know, and, and it wears you down. And, um, and, but, but Christ is here to clean us up. You know, we may be saved and secure in the inside, but a lot of times, even as believers, we get dirty. Just, just walking through the world. And we drag it in church. And all that dirt on us. In John chapter 13, I love that chapter. In John, uh, Jesus sets an example to his disciples of being a servant by washing their feet. And the disciples had been walking through the world. They'd been walking down their dirt roads. And they come uh, together. And Jesus, you know, he gets the water and, and starts washing the dirt off their feet. Their, their feet needed to be cleaned. They were dirty. And sometimes we are a lot like Peter. Amen. We, we need a good, foot, good washing all over. Just because we're tired, we're worn out, and we're dirty. You know, sometimes we don't even realize it until we get to church. Spiritual foot washing should be a regular thing from walking in the world. And it keeps our relationships right with God and with others. And, I, and, that, and, that's, what, and that's, what, that's what God tells us here. He restores my soul. You know, we get tired and we get dirty. But Christ wants to clean us up, take our burdens off of us, Make us new again. Clean us up. Christ the word washes his apples' feet and his word washes us as well. Again, that's why our walk with the Lord is so important. It's, it's, it's when I'm in the word that God washes, cleanses me, renews me. In Psalm chapter 20, uh, 51, the uh, Lord talks about renewing a right spirit within me. You know, there's a lot of times I don't have a right spirit. Amen. You know, there's a lot of things annoy me. You know, if, it, if it's one thing that just really annoys me in Africa, it's, it's, it's inefficiency. You know, and they're king of that. You know, oh, we don't have it. Oh, we're out of it. And then you've got to track over 15 stores to get, to get what you need. You know, and then after I've been in town all day looking for a screw, I don't have a right spirit. <laughs> you know, and, and so, and, 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 and we all go through that kind of stuff. No, but, but God says he wants to renew a right spirit. He also says in Psalm 51 that he wants to restore the joy of, of, of our salvation. Because there's a lot of opportunity, a lot of need to, to, have, to be restored today. You know, are, you, are you tired? Are you weary? No, do you have the joy of your salvation with you this morning? Are you excited about that? Or, or do you need to be restored, renewed? No, how's your spirit? Do you need a, God to restore a right spirit? Within you this morning. Ephesians chapter 5 tells us that, that he sanctifies and cleanses us by the washing of the word. That's why the preaching of God's word is so important. And, and hearing it in our life. Romans chapter 12 tells us that we don't need to be conformed to this world. But be transformed by what? The renewing of our mind. And God wants to renew us and, and give us that, that right mindset that we can serve him as we need to. In Matthew chapter 11, listen what Jesus says. It says, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now, that, 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 that's our God. And how, how, many, how many times do we not take advantage of that request? You know, I, I, there's a lot of times I don't do that. But, but Christ here tells us, hey, 
you're burdened down, come, you know, and set my lap and let's get, let's get taken care of. And he says here, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find what? Rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now Christ wants us to come and give him our burdens and let him restore us this morning. And he wants to take them, throw them to the side and give us rest. You know, and if there's one thing about uh, uh, American culture, it's busy. It's busy. And we were just talking about that the other day. They were busy, busy, busy. And before you know it, we're tired. <laughs> um, but God wants to give us rest this morning. What are you going through that, that, that you need to be restored this morning? You know, are you busy? Are you tired? Uh, how's your spirit? Are you excited about your salvation? No, God's willing and ready to, to restore us. And lastly, if you look at uh, verses 5 and 6, it says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Here, not only does Christ want to be my companion and he wants to be my restoration, he also wants to be my blessings. You know, God wants to bless us. Amen? Amen. Hello? Does God want to bless us? Amen. And, and he, he, he can do that. Now, in, in this passage here, and if you have read and you know about David's life, he spent a lot of time running. He must have been in shape. You know, he ran and ran, ran from all kinds of people. And uh, he had a lot of bleak, hopeless situations. Um, and, uh, and, that, and that can happen to me too. Sometimes I can feel like um, things are so bad. Uh, things are, there's, there's nothing good can come out of my situation. And, uh, but that, that's not the God we serve. Uh, again, he, he can make good come out of any situation. You know, David, if you, if you look here, though, it, in verse 4 it says, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, he, he was at a point in his life that was a very bad, dark time in his life. But, but then it goes on to say in verses 5 and 6 how, how he was blessed. And God blessed him and took care of him and, and met knees and, do a great, and did a great work in his life in the midst of a bad situation. And, and I just want to encourage you this morning that, that I can be blessed as well in a place and at a time that seems unblessable. You know, in the world today, I mean, it seems like an unblessable place, an unblessable time. And, and things are so bad and, you know, and it's just, you feel overwhelmed. But, but even in the midst of hard, difficult times, God can bless people. Amen. You know, and, and, and to, be, to be blessed is not a factor of my surroundings, but it's based on my walk with Him. You know, so I, so I, I can't, I can't, you know live a depressed life because of what's going on. But if I'm walking with God and I'm serving Him and I, ha I have my focus where it should be, God can bless us in the midst of something that seems unblessable. Now, do you need a blessing this morning? Are you depressed? Are you discouraged? Are things not going right? Well, God wants to bless you. And He wants to do a great work in your life. Now, in Ephesians chapter 4, uh, verse 31, it says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Now, there's no room for attitudes like that if we're looking for a blessing. Amen. I mean, those are the attitudes of the world. You know, and again, you know, the world's looking for people that are different. And, uh, and it goes on to say in Ephesians 4, Instead, be ye what? Kind. Kind one to another. You know, People are looking for kindness. 
You know, because that's in, that's in short supply nowadays. It's, a lot of it is every man for himself. Um, but, but a little kindness does go a long way. And he says here, be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, even forgiving one another, even as you are forgiven. That's Christ for God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Now, if you're looking for a blessing, if you want to be blessed, don't have the anger and wrath, but have kindness. Have kindness. God wants to pour out blessings in our life in the midst of a difficult situation that we're in. And, um, it, but it's not dependent on my situation. It's dependent on me and on my walk with him and my relationship with him. Malachi chapter 3, um, it says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And the Bible says, To prove me, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up to you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Here in the book of Malachi, in the context of giving tithes and offerings, God says here, um, give. And he, and he says, prove me. He says, try me. And then it says, see if I won't bless you so much that you can't even receive it. It says there that, that there will be not enough room to receive it. Now that, that's the God that we serve. And we wonder why that, uh, I haven't seen blessings in my life. And that, but that, that's, that's all, it's, it's my own fault. You know, God says that he's the one who wants to bless us. When was the last time that we've been blessed so much we couldn't receive it? Hello? You know, it's not because it's not possible. It's a direct relation to, to my own walk with him. You know, God is a God that wants to bless us and not just bless us a little bit here and there, but wants to bless us enough that we can't even receive it. You know, isn't that what Christ said that he came not, not just to give life, but to give the life more abundantly? You know, it's, it's, not, just, um, it's not just the par, but it's, it's, it's more than that. And, that. and that's the God that we serve. You know, with God, all things are possible. You know, and a lot of that sounds good, you know, until we're in a situation that we actually need, need to live it. You know, God wants us to live that today. If, if there was ever more of a time to be light and salt, it's today. You know, because who knows if tomorrow will come. You know, so I just want to challenge you this morning from Psalm 23 that in, in, uh, do you feel alone this morning? Christ is with you. You're not alone. You know, are, are you coming to church this morning dirty? Like you, you, you've walked through stuff all week long at, in, out in the world and, and you're just tired and worn out. No, God wants to restore you this morning. You, you need to confess something to him, pray, and, and let God clean you up. That, that's what he's good at. You know, and in the end of chapter 23, um, do you, do you, when was the last time that God just blessed you? You know, and, um, and again, it's not my situation dictates that, but it's me. Now, I want to challenge this morning if you're, if you're to, to look for a blessing and, um, and also be a blessing. Let's pray. And um, Lord, thank you for uh, your word this morning. Thank you for the book of Psalms. Thank you for the things that we can learn even today and that the Bible is still applicable and, and relevant as ever today. And Lord, I don't know what people struggle with here this morning, but I, I pray that the, the place people need to start is a, with a relationship with the Lord. And I'm thankful that you're our companion, but there's many people that they don't even know, know you through salvation. And I pray there's someone this morning who 
who doesn't know the Lord, that they can't say Christ is their companion, that they'd come this morning and accept the Lord and um, they would um, submit to a relationship with you. And the rest of us, Lord, I help us to remember that, that you're with us wherever we go and, um, and that we're not alone and that you want to restore us and, and clean us up. And Lord, as there's people here this morning that are, are hurting and, and there's dirty, that, uh, that you'd um, wipe, wipe things clean and help us get back on our feet that we can be a, a good example for you. Lord, we need you this morning to do a work in, in our life.